Hey, hey, what's up? It's Azizu back again, and this is NBA Check-In. What's up, everyone? It's been a minute. I recorded back when the NBA Finals and the NBA season came to a close in the bubble, and I said I'd be back for the NBA Draft, and while I didn't make it live, I thought I should really knock out an episode talking about what went down at the NBA Draft. Uh, I kept putting off when I was actually going to start recording. I thought about going live right before the draft, but then there was so much lead up to it. And then once the picks started coming in, I was like, well, I actually do want to hear what they have to say about uh, the Warriors pick, if they traded, you know, who they got. Uh, I was hoping for Wiseman. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll go live right after that. And then I was like, well, we'll top three. And I kept pushing it back and back. And I was like, what was the right time to go live and report? And then I feel like I missed my window uh, when I got later in the night, plus I got a little tired uh, having to be to work early in the morning the next day, which is where I'm at right now, uh, right before I go in. I'm sitting in the lot. You can probably hear the uh, the, the lot being cleaned in the background, but uh, definitely just wanted to check in and talk about a little bit how the draft went. Uh, it was pretty much straightforward. I don't know if it was because it wasn't in person and everybody was on the phone. I know you usually have to get on the phone anyway to make these trades and stuff, but uh, not too many trades went down. Some did, but no big moves as far as like jumping up to get a top three players. In the end, Minnesota, the Warriors, and the Hornets ended up picking the top three players uh, who were the most you know, respected and projected to be. There was no surprise there. I know uh, the Warriors had their eyes on Obi Toppin was rumored and that Denny Avia, but they couldn't, I guess, trade back to get them in a pick. I know uh, on the draft coverage on ESPN, it was interesting that uh, I think Jay Williams threw out the idea of the Bulls at the number four pick trading the Warriors go up two spots and we would have got uh, another guy from them and we still could get a Via. Um, I would definitely wouldn't have minded that at all, but at the end I really did want Wiseman. So uh, just to run down the draft lottery picks and a few thoughts on each of them. Uh, I did project, uh, it was my guess, that uh, Anthony Edwards would go to the Timberwolves. And that was probably a reason I maybe should have done this live because it would have been fun to have been like, I guess... Anthony Edwards and then I get it right and you know I don't get me wrong I got a bunch wrong too but uh, Anthony Edwards it, it made the most sense to pair with D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns so uh, it'd be interesting to see if that can turn into a little you know trio for them I don't know if you want to use the words big three but you know that's technically what it would be for them uh, the Warriors at two. Uh, I was a little nervous going into this for a few reasons. One, it's been a while since we had such a high draft pick. Uh, two, I really did want Wiseman. Wiseman was the player I wanted overall number one in this draft. And three, I was a little bit of a bad mood too, just having heard, well, I'm, like, I imagine a lot of Warriors fans, that Clay just earlier in the day had suffered a significant injury of which... We have to fully now figure out what that is, but it sounds like it was bad. Somebody was there said, oh yeah, real bad. And I don't know if it's another ACL or MCL or something like that, but just the possibility that he could miss this season is it's devastating because we were looking at getting 
right back into contention. And this obviously puts us not out of contention, but not as I don't think we can contend for a championship without clay and yes sure maybe he only misses a few months and he can come back and help us contend and that'd be optimal that'd be great but if it is a serious injury i wouldn't get you know too excited about that in the end uh the warriors did draft james wiseman center out of university of memphis only played there for a minute on the anthony hardaway before the whole like he took like, Anthony gave him some funds or something, even though he paid him back. It's, like, a violation of rules, so he left. And even though I think they, like, reinstated him because it was all cleared up, he didn't come back, and that was before the shutdown of college basketball and March Madness and everything. He decided to focus on the draft, so... Um, I don't know if that's good or bad, but, um, like I said, I've listened to a lot of coverage saying, like, he's the kind of player that, like the situation matters and this was like the perfect situation for him so i'm really excited to see if that is the case like they say if he went to like the hornets he couldn't have just like led them and been great and been you know a potential all-star and maybe he'll never get to all-star status but uh i hope he can in this like optimal lineup you know with clay back that you know, he, it can be something special with Wiseman at center, Dre power forward, Wiggins small forward, Clay shooting guard, and Steph point guard. That's sounds like a very solid starting five. And yeah, we need to add a little depth coming off the bench. We got Pascal; uh, he developed last year, so yeah, that. And then later in the draft, we got that. Uh, Arizona kid, uh, Nico Mannion, and we got another guy, but uh, um, from the coverage of, of, of the final guy we got in the draft, it didn't feel like they were counting on him. He was more like a stash prospect. He'll probably play with uh, Santa Cruz or something. Uh, who knows? Even maybe the, the Nico Mannion will. He was, they were both pretty late uh, second-round picks, but it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there. So... But yeah, I couldn't be more excited. Really happy they got James Wiseman with number two pick. Number three uh, did go according to plan, LaMelo Ball. Um, he's got the talent. I love what I see on tape, but at the end of the day, just knowing the dad, yes, it's been years since he was really like a, a voice and stuff like that, but God, you know, it was so annoying. You worry about just that presence around your team. Uh, I know some of the first things I hear people saying is like, Oh, we need like a live mic, like courtside with uh, LeVar Ball and Michael Jordan, <laughs> since he's, uh, you know, involved with the ownership and the running of the Hornets. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, Hornets, you know, they still got a lot to uh, to do as far as building. They got a long way to go, but they got some young pieces and uh, it was definitely uh, the right pick, and they say this is a you know it was a three-player draft, and they did go one, two, three. So uh, number four, this was the first one where I definitely got it wrong because I was like, you know, Denny Avia, and if not Obi Toppin, and it ended up being uh, Patrick Williams, small forward out of Florida. Uh, thing I gotta say is the the most I know about most of these guys is what I see like on the Instagram when I see clips. I 
try to follow college basketball, but for the most part, like a lot of people, it's during March Madness when you really get to know these people. And I remember, like, just to reference last year, uh, John Morant in the run, uh, you know, although it was, I think, only two games, everybody was looking forward to seeing him play in March Madness, and that's when I did get a chance to see, and you could see the talent, so... Uh, we missed a lot of that this year, not having that. But uh, so yeah, as I wasn't familiar with Patrick Williams, but yeah, he ends up going to the Bulls at number four. And this is—it started a run for me here, as you'll hear as I read off the next few names. That every pick, I guessed Avia, Avia, Avia. So yeah, I started to like get it wrong over and over, which definitely would have made for the best podcast because you want to. Uh, get it right uh i do got to give credit to to some of the guys uh who guessed I, i'm pretty sure i think it was jay williams uh, with the number five pick uh, did guess isaac okoro small forward out of auburn being the right pick for them i just assumed i i actually i'd picked obi toppin there because i was like at first i said avia and then i was like well obi toppin actually does make sense because you know ohio kid so went to uh, Dayton, so it would have made sense for the Cavs. But yeah, no, they got Isaac Okoro, the Hawks at number six. I thought this actually might be the perfect spot for Avia to pair him with Trey Young. But they decided to go with a center, uh, Onyeka Okongwu, the center out of USC. So uh, a little surprise there because they do have... Um, What's his name? I can picture him, but uh, his, I, the name's not coming to me. Um, he had the meme of where he was like doing the slap in the hands with everybody and he ended up hitting the ball boy kid in the face. That was so hilarious. Uh, his name's not coming to me, but he's 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 a big guy too, but I guess you play him uh, power forward and alongside uh, Okongwu here, so... Uh, at number seven, the Pistons stole the Knicks uh, pick here because I all leading up to this, listen to my guys on the mismatch. Kevin O'Connor had uh, Killian Hayes going to the Knicks and being something they would target with that, you know, French connection. They got uh, uh, it's early in the morning and like I'm like picturing these guys and like their names aren't coming to me. Uh, Frankie Smokes. Frank Nelikina, yeah, they got him, so, you know, why not uh, keep the French connection going with Killian Hayes, but no, the Pistons uh, end up getting Killian Hayes, uh, which leaves the Knicks to then take Obi Toppin, which I guess worked out for him, he was really emotional about it, uh, I guess being from that area and the Knicks meaning a lot to him, a lot of guys were emotional, um, Wiseman, later on, uh, uh, Cole Anthony, I know there was a tweet, Mo Bamba tweeted like, uh, when you stop crying, I'll pick you up at the airport, let's get to work, so that was funny, but uh, finally, at number nine, uh, Denny Avia from uh, Israel goes to the Washington Wizards, and I think some teams are definitely going to regret uh, picking him. I've heard a lot of good stuff. I know the Warriors wanted him, but uh, two seemed a little high. And if you want your guy, get your guy. Like, all you got to do is look a couple drafts ago with uh, Luka. And it's crazy to see how he's, like, MVP caliber now. But, you know, not going to 
you know, he wasn't the number one pick. And, like, Aiton's good, but he's not going to be, like, an MVP caliber type guy. So, yeah. Uh, on that note, uh, just run through the rest of these because I got to run in. And I'll probably come back and do a follow-up. But Phoenix got Jalen Smith. So the Spurs got Devin Vassell. The Kings got Tyrese Halliburton. The Pelicans got Kira Lewis. And the Celtics got Aaron Neesmith. Um, the big thing, too, was... Uh, that Kentucky and Duke uh, didn't have a top pick in the draft. So that was interesting. But yeah, I do got to run for now. So I'm going to put a cap on this for now. And I'll come back and give my final draft thoughts. Give me another reason to do a check-in. And yeah, before you know it, the season will be back. We are coming back uh, December 22nd. So can't wait. And uh, till then, have fun, be safe. And we'll see you next time, Society.